It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. This month's sponsor of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is Affiliated Monitors. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides professional, independent, integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across almost all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 750 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance program, visit this month's sponsor, Affiliated Monitors, at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. Auditing of third parties. Auditing of third parties is critical to any best practices compliance program and an important tool in operationalizing your compliance program. This is a key manner in which a company can manage third-party relationships after the contract is signed and one which the government will expect you to engage in going forward. As stated in the 2020 update, under the section entitled Management of Relationships is the following query. Does the company have audit rights to analyze the books and accounts of third parties and has the company exercised those rights in the past? This means you must not only have audit rights, but you must exercise them as well. You should plan out your audit four to six weeks in advance. You should perform the audit with your legal counsel's lead to protect and preserve privilege, work with the relationship manager to establish key business contacts, discuss audit rights and processes with the third parties. You should prepare the initial document request lists for financial information queries, take the time to review findings from previous audits and resolutions, and also review the details of open and closed internal investigations. If there are any code of conduct questionnaires available, take care to review, and finally, be cognizant of any related DOJ or SEC enforcement actions. The next step is to determine the entry point of foreign government involvement, both direct and indirect. The direct category includes customs and duties, corporate taxes and penalties, social security and national insurance issues for employees, obtaining in-country visas and work permits, public officials, gifts and entertainment, training and attendant travel for employees of government-owned enterprises or entities, procurement of business licenses and permits to perform work, and finally, areas around police escort and security. In the indirect category, some of the key areas to review are customs agents and freight forwarders, visa processors, commercial sales agents, including distributors, and finally those who might be consultants or other channel partners. Document review and selection is important for this process. You should ask as much for as much electronic information as is possible well in advance of the audit. It is easier to get database records for internal audits than audits of third parties. Try and obtain records in database or Excel format and not simply PDF. Request the following categories of business documents. Trial balance, charts of accounts, journal entry items, financial and compliance policies, prior audited financial statements, bank records and statements, a complete list of agents or intermediaries and revenue by country and customer. 
Your lead interviewer needs to be culturally sensitive, patient, and must negotiate a good working relationship with forensic auditors on your audit team who will be reviewing the documents from their professional perspective. Regarding potential interviewees, focus on those who interact with government entities, foreign government officials, or third parties, including those personnel involved with business leadership, sales, marketing, development, operations, logistics, corporate functions, HR, finance, health, and safety, real estate, and legal. For the interview topics, there are several lines of inquiry. Remember, this is an audit interview, not an investigative interview. You should not play gotcha in this format. You should avail yourself of an opportunity to engage in training while you're interviewing the people. In your review of the general ledger accounts, you should consider commission payments to agents and representatives, any facilitating payments made, all payments around travel, meals, and entertainment, payments around training, gifts, charitable contributions, political donations, sales, and promotional expenses. If there are payments made for customs or freight forwarders and other processing agents, permits, licenses, taxes, and other regulatory expenses, these should also be reviewed. Additionally, any entries pertaining to the community contributions and social responsibility payments should be assessed. And finally, a review of any social security payments, extortion payments, payments to legal consultants or tax advisors, or fines and penalties to be considered. Regarding bank accounts and cash disbursements, you should review controls around bank accounts and disbursements, identify any authorized signers, ensure bank accounts are included in the GL, identify and review certain bank and cash disbursement disbursement transactions, identify offshore bank accounts. For cash funds, review the following. Controls around petty cash, ascertain process in place regarding disbursement and reconciliation of cash funds, identify review payment to government officials or agents, identify bank transactions and test for improper payments. For gifts, travel, entertainment, you should explore payments through the employee reimbursed expenses, scrutinize any suspicious expenses submitted, expenses lacking adequate documentation, incorrect postings, and identify and review accounts associated with the gifts, meals, and entertainment. For payroll, consider the risks around the use of ghost employees, hiring of relatives of government employees, and the use of bonus payments, and be sure to request a payroll listing and a review of any such persons involved therein. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, it would seem self-evident and hopefully self-obvious, but let me start with number one, which is be prepared. You need to plan your, out your audit. Don't just show up and ask for papers and then start asking questions. And you need to plan your audit out four to six weeks in advance. You need to get the, uh, get the documents through a lengthy, lengthy document request. If there's any documents which are withheld from you, you need to understand the reasons why. You need to prepare your uh, uh, interviews based uh, on these documents. Two, this is an investigative interview, not an investigative interview, but an audit interview. This is not a gotcha moment. And finally, from my course on leadership, listen, listen, listen. Listen to what the answers are. Even in the era of virtual interviews, you need to practice your listening skills at all times. If I could ask you to do so, would you pass on to at least one person this podcast series on the nuts and bolts of compliance as I'm trying to expand my audience base for 31 days to a more effective compliance program. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow where I take up another topic in innovation and compliance. Thanks again for listening. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.